0: Welcome to the Meeting Point Podcast. More conversations and less conclusions. Hey yo, this is Amy Oberg. I'm the Women's Ministry Director for Journey Church in Kingman, Arizona. Today, I want to talk about our relationship with God. This is a fundamental piece of our life, and it's a very mysterious piece of the human world because it, it's feeling of being elusive, but It is one relationship that it is absolutely worth seeking after. Maybe today we can talk about how the pause in our world, this crisis or quarantine, is experiencing the loss of tangible connection to our community, but creating the ever-growing tangible connection to God. More people are digging into their relationships with God. They are coming back to their first love, maybe, or maybe finding God in this messed up world for the first time. So when we look at our relationship, we have three tangible pieces. That is the word, worship, and prayer. And last week we talked about the prayer closet, which focuses on our posture on which we approach God. The ability to just be with him and behold him. This conversation today might feel a bit practical, but it is with the intention of grasping the tangible side of our relationship with God that is very hard to describe. So some people see their relationship as a friendship. Some people say a relationship with God is their king or uh, their savior. Some people choose to see their relationship with God as a marriage, where there is kind of a honeymoon period and it grows in intimacy over time. Some also choose to look at the relationship as a parent-child relationship, where there is an understanding of the child and their father. And that child grows up to be an adult, and that relationship matures over time. Uh, Many of us look at our relationship as having a feeling in mind, maybe that's even indescribable, one of kind of blissful love, idealism, and fairy tales that really do come true. I, I know I do. Most of our outlooks are formed in our backgrounds or our history and dependent on our human needs. However, no matter how you look at your relationship with God, the fundamentals of all the relationships are absolutely the same. The word, worship, and prayer. So let's first look at how we describe our connection to what some would consider the intangible God. I asked a few people in my life this question. How would you describe your relationship with God to someone who doesn't know God? One person said, it's a constant relationship. Like a marriage, you have to work hard at it and make it a priority. Uh, One told a story about telling the truth um, when they made a simple mistake. And she said, he came to me and asked me why I didn't tell him. I told him I was afraid and my father scooped me up and told me I never needed to be afraid of him. That's how I feel about my God. He will always comfort me and care for me. Somebody else said, wow, well, that's a loaded question. But here's her answer. It's like having your person with you all the time. The person you can laugh with, cry with, get mad with, doubt with, scream at, question, apologize to, anything. At the end of the day, they are still your person. Only this person truly has the ability to hear you completely, see you authentically, move mountains for you. Bring peace to your soul, quiet your unrest, and give you the courage to take another step even when you don't get it. Someone else said, I would say that my relationship starts with Jesus. God is so vast and mysterious, so I start with Jesus. I need a savior to save me from me. I need some skin on the one who makes God visible to me. So I visualize Jesus sitting across the table from me having a cup of tea. I too visualize Jesus never hanging up the phone as if I have a hotline that I'm listening to him and he never hangs up on me. He is always listening. Then I went to the scholars and looked for some understanding on how they describe a relationship with God. Here is what Charles Spurgeon says. The person of Jesus is the quiet resting place of his people. And when we draw near to him in the breaking of bread, in the hearing of the word, in the searching of the scripture, prayer or praise, we find any form of approach to him to be the return of peace to our spirits. That's Charles Spurgeon. A.W. Tozer says this, O God, I have tasted thy goodness, and it has both satisfied me and made me thirsty for more. I am painfully conscious of my need for further grace. I am ashamed of my lack of desire. O God, the triune God, I want to want Thee. I long to be filled with longing. I thirst to be made more thirsty still. Show me Thy glory, I pray Thee, so that I may know Thee indeed. Begin in mercy a new work of love within me. Say to my soul, rise up, my love, my fair one, and come away. And then give me grace to rise and follow thee up from this misty lowland where I have wandered so long. That's A.W. Tozer for you. I know this is not an exclusive list, but worship, word, and prayer are some basic tangible ways to support our relationship with God. Relationships are dynamic, they are moving, they're growing, they're loving, they are attentive, and they're also subjected to our humanity, outside sources of life, work, abuse, feelings, and other humans. And we know that relationships take time, especially with God. Our relationship takes time, and it feels like it takes time away from the precious world we have of checking boxes and cleaning house paying bills, and pouring into the other relationships that we feel need our utmost attention. Our humanity sometimes kicks in and unfortunately we look into our relationship with God and we feel like we have to check boxes because it's intangible. A relationship with God is not this debt or a spreadsheet or a bill Or like attending a parent-teacher conference or getting a participation award for just being a human. Most of our relationships, kind of like our marriage, we ask, how's your day been? How can I help? I mean, those relationships, it's a love relationship with someone we care about and we're willing to sacrifice for. Even in our relationship with God, we can do the same. That's where prayer, the word, and worship come in. Not sure if everyone else is idealistic about relationship with God. But what does it feel like? What does it look like? Many of us only have our human relationships really to compare it to. And many of those relationships have struggled. I remember asking a friend if she had ever had a successful relationship. And I know that sounds kind of harsh. But the point was to define what a successful relationship looks like. Do we even know? Honestly, many of us don't know. It's really all trial and error. And the moment we feel like we got it, if you do have good relationships in your life, our humanity typically jumps out and bites us with some life. With all of that said, there are these three things that are essential in any relationship with God that makes it tangible. Worship, the Word, and prayer. Really, these three in any order. I mean, they're just three pieces of our relationship with God, no matter how you classify it or put it together. Praying first is good. Reading the word first is good. Worshiping is always good, too. There isn't really a system. So today, I want to do something tangible. I want to put our feet on the ground and take a few minutes to just go through the word worship and prayer together. Lord, we thank you today for who you are and our relationship with you. Lord, we want to worship you with everything that we have. Lord, we want to praise you. Lord, we want to pray and we want to read your word and understand you better.
1: Lord, your presence, Lord. There's nothing worth more that will ever come close, nothing can compare. You're our living hope Your presence, Lord I've tasted and seen Of the sweetest of loves Where my heart becomes free And my shame is undone Your presence, Lord Holy Spirit, you are welcome here Come flood this place and fill the atmosphere Psalm 63 says,
0: "O oh God, you are my God. Earnestly I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. and My flesh faints for you as in a dry and weary land where there is no water. So I have looked upon you in the sanctuary, beholding your power and glory. Because your steadfast love is better than life. My lips will praise you. So I will bless you as long as I live. In your name, I will lift up my hands. My soul will be satisfied as a fat and rich food. And my mouth will praise you with joyful lips when I remember you upon my bed and meditate on you in the watches of the night. For you have been my help. And in the shadow of your wings, I will sing for joy. My soul clings to you. Your right hand upholds me.
1: Hungry, I come to. So I Jesus, you're all this heart is living for Death could not hold you, the veil tore before you, you silenced the boast of sin and grave, the heavens are The praise of your glory. The name above all names What a powerful name it is What a powerful name it is The name of Jesus Christ my King What a powerful name it is Nothing can stand against What a powerful name it is, the name of Jesus. What a powerful name it is, the name of Jesus. What a powerful name. Great are you, Lord Great are you, Lord Lord, you are great You are good
0: to have a relationship with you. So Lord, we praise you today and thank you for everything that you've done. In Jesus' name, amen. Have a wonderful day. Thanks for listening to the Meeting Point podcast. Lots of love. Can't wait to meet next week.